now. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. We do so apologize for not having done one, but we had what, school finals and life happened, but we're back. So today, Nana and I are going to discuss laundry. Hello. The well, I want to tell you about uh, laundry. Today, we all have, I assume, a or, uh, automatic washer and dryer. And we take those for granted. I want to tell you about laundry day on the farm. It started on Sunday night. We had to fill a boiler. It was a long... Like a trough, like a horse trough? Yeah, a long uh, oblong container that fit on two burners of a coal-burning stove. And we had to get the water. Now, remember, I think I told you we lived in a basement house. So it was about seven steps down to get into the house. The pump was about 40 feet from the house. And we had a pump that until we got electricity in 1941, we had to pump by hand. So you filled a bucket with water and then carried it down the, into the house and up and poured it over into the boiler. It took about, I'm guessing, but I think 12 to 14 buckets of water oh. to fill the boiler. Then mother would get up very early and build a fire in the stove to heat that water. Then Monday morning, we had, again until 1941, we had a uh, washer that you had to rock by hand to agitate it. And a ringer you put on that you had to ring out by hand. We filled two more tubs of water which took several more buckets of water. One, after you put the clothes, well, first we had to take the water, the hot water, and dip it out of the boiler and into the washing machine. And then you agitated the clothes, put them through the hand wringer, which mother always did because she didn't trust any of us children not to get our fingers caught in it. Well, to give context, you were born in 36, so right. at 41 is five years. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trust a five-year-old to agitate my laundry either. I probably wasn't doing too much of it at that time. Would you help with the buckets of water? Probably. I was going to say, because I, I could see a little kid helping with a bucket of water. And then, um, anyway, the clothes went into the first tub, were sloshed around, the ringers would swing around, and then you'd ring them through again into the second tub to further rinse them, and then put them through the wringer again into a basket. And our baskets were usually the wooden ones with wire handles that fruit had come in. Oh. That is what we used for clothes baskets. Then you carried them up the stairs and around the house and hung all of them, the clothes, on the line. There was a post at each end with lines strung between it, about four lines between those posts and uh, 
that you put the clothes on the line with old wooden clothespins. Then, when you were all done, all the water had to be carried out of the house and emptied. It was a big, all probably started very early in the morning and we'd finish around noon, that part of it, and the clothes would all be hung on the line. So you said it started Sunday? Started Sunday night, heating the water. Mm -hmm. Then we got up early Monday morning. To use the hot water. To use the hot water and start. We always started with the lightest clothes first. The white clothes are the very lightest. Then you did the darker ones. And then the last load would be the... Jeans? The jeans and the dark work clothes. Interesting. Because my dad will come home and we'll just do a load of his. Just his work clothes, straight up. And they take forever to dry. With a dryer. <laughs> we usually run them through two times. And, you know, when Henry had his work clothes, it's it's amazing for me to think... Like, because when Henry would come home with those those plumbing pants, they were huge, and they were they're th- huge, meaning, like, thick. So I'm trying to imagine your work clothes. But did your mom wear jeans to work? No. I didn't think so. Not in the 40s. No. So maybe you guys didn't have as many, like, thick work clothes like I'm thinking of for the men in my family. The things that were the hardest to get dry were the, uh, we wore thick, heavy socks. Oh, like boot socks? Well, they were anklet socks. And then they you, they came up like a man sock, and then you rolled them down. Uh, so you had these thick white things funky socks. around your ankle. That's what every all the girls wore. But um, then we emptied everything out, and by that time it was usually... Between noon and one o'clock, everybody was tired. Mother okay. would, what she, worst day lunch was always a, some kind of soup that she had put on early in the day. So we could just sit down and have the soup ready. No Taco Bell. No, no Taco Bell. Never even heard of tacos <laughs> at that point in our life. And <laughs> then uh, after the clothes, Later in the afternoon, after they were dry, you had to bring them all in and fold. Some people at that point ironed everything, but we didn't. We would fold our sheets and uh, towels. And then all the skirts, dresses, aprons, shirts had to be ironed. And you would sprinkle them and roll them up. We'd usually have a whole bushel basket full of ironing. Wait. Sorry. And that would be done the next day. That song, I love you, a bushel and a peck, a bushel and a peck, and a hug around the neck. What's a bushel? It's a basket. They call a measurement, a, a bushel. I'm not sure how many quarts were in it. Oh, but it was a... You're referring to like a bushel as a basket. Uh-huh. A tisket, a tasket. Huh. I also had a question about the agitator. So I'm remembering Auntie's condo, and she had that butter churn that she would let us girls and boys 
pump up and down. It was this, it was cylindrical, wooden, and comes up, and then it would look almost like a plunger on top, but it had a hole through. Is that what you would agitate your clothes with? Something like that, where you would pump up and down, or I think I, I'm not really. This is I don't really remember for sure, but I think it was. You just kind of something where you irritated mm-hmm. you. You moved to kind of shift might have out had the a dirt on it that you rocked it back and forth. Interesting, because if when was Westborn nineteen. 19- 39. 39. I thought he was 40 for some reason. And Julie was 40... 41. And at that time, they finally put electricity through the main road um, on the farms. And then you could run your own lines. And that's when we got electricity. Okay. And then my grandparents bought me, bought me, bought... My parents uh, used electric washing machine. Nothing like what we have outside. No, again, it was a big round tub. It was on wheels so you could move it. And then the electricity did an agitator, kind of like the old machines that we had, that they had the agitator. That that big sound? Uh Uh-huh. That big thing that came up in the middle. Mm Mm-hmm. And the electricity moved it. Now, and then we had an electric ringer. The ringer would we didn't have to crank anymore. Ha <laughs> You're like happy days. <laughs> but we yes, but we still had to carry all the water in and do all that. <laughs> That's insane to me. So you said about seventeen buckets of water, roughly. About twelve for the broiler, probably, and then probably three more for each of the tubs. Wow. So, 12, 18. So, when your mother woke up on a Sunday. On Monday morning. On Monday morning, I'm sorry. On Monday morning, were you and Wes up with her? Or were you still sleeping? We probably still were sleeping until... Back... Until 41, I probably wasn't much help with the, <laughs> the laundry. But... More of a nuisance? Maybe. In, in that regard. Mm-hmm. I'm sure when we were little, we were. (laughs) But then my job, as soon as I could do it, was carry the clothes out. And and as soon as I could reach the lines, hang the the clothes out. Which is so interesting because, you know, we have your great-grandkids who are so, they're getting so tall. But they're young. Like, I was was tall by the age of, what, nine, ten? I wonder what chores I would have had to have done. As soon as, my mother did all the ironing before we had electricity because you had to heat them on the stove. She ironed with what they called the fat iron. I was going to ask you about that. So was it like a device that you sat on top of the fire? Yes. They were heavy, very heavy. And you had a handle that would fit on these irons. And you moved the handle and then you took it off the hot stove and ironed with it. You usually had two of them. You had one heating and one you were ironing with. And then when it got cool, you put it back on and took the other one. Then after we got electricity, we got an electric iron. And by that time, I was old enough and I did an awful lot of the ironing for the family. But you never, in, to my recall, recollection, you never ironed sheets, correct? No. I have a friend who they always, they would iron their sheets. And I was like, why? They'll just get wrinkly. Mm-hmm. Would you iron towels? 
Was that a thing? Mm-mm. Pillowcases. Pillowcases. I've ironed some pillowcases. I would iron pillowcases and everything that we had was cotton. Completely 100% cotton. They had not come up with the all these different fabrics. Polyester, nylon. Rayon. Rayon. They have had rayon, but that was about it. But it was really all cotton. A lot of the uh, our clothes were made with uh, material that we got. They would buy, sell chicken feed, I believe it was, in different colored and designs of uh, sacks. And you would say, you know, Use the chicken feed, rip the sacks open, and then you'd have a nice big piece of material. And sometimes they, you would ha- you could buy half a dozen bags of chicken feed, all the same fabric, and then you would make skirts and tops with them. I think the flour, they did that too with flour, didn't they, during the Great Depression? Or was it just chicken sacks? It, on the farm, it was chicken things. Well, that they makes did, sense. They did flour. I don't recall flour sacks. But I wore an awful lot of sack, feed sack skirts during the war because there was no other fabric available. Mm -mm. I remember in the American Girl doll books, Kit, she was in the 30s, and they talked about how the chicken feed farmers heard that the little girls were wearing clothing from chicken sacks, and so they purposely started putting whatever cute print they could because it was during the war. But that's interesting, Grandma. Now that fabric is very collectible. Oh, my word, yes. That is the bee's knees. But going back to the laundry. Yes. It is amazing now what a chore we think laundry is. All we have to do is take our clothes from the bedroom or the closet and walk across the hall. Which is, what, 10 steps, if that? Yes, and we have the little stops along the way. There's our wicker basket we can set it on and rest. There's the other little stool we can rest. <laughs> but actually, actually, I wheel it on a chair. <laughs> and then you go to the garage just right there and wash your dryer right there. Right there. And we have a beautiful setup where the soap is just above. All we have to do is add soap. Add soap and push a button. Push a button. And then move it to the dryer. And then we have a hanging up thing, though. Yes, a few, a few things that we don't want to dry in the dryer. We have a, a clothes rack we hang up on With hangers. hangers. <laughs> and then not clothespins. Ironing. What's I ironing? No, my iron was lost for three years. I didn't even know where it was. We didn't even miss it. <laughs> we yeah. just found it, though. We did find it in the laundry section. So we had the intent. What would your mom think? Because, I, I mean, obviously, your mom had an electric washer. You said 1941-ish. Mm-hmm. What would your mother think of what we have out here? I mean, granted, her great-granddaughter, me, I'm so lazy with laundry, it's not even funny. Well, I think she thought it was a great invention. Yeah? She eventually, after we moved to St. Paul, had a washer and dryer. Like one like we have? No, her washer, she had to bring in and hook to the sink, water in the sink. Oh, I've seen those. And then 
she had to do that. And then it was a, a dryer with a dryer, but a very small dryer. Which that's interesting too, with just about the dryers. We used to have a smaller, you used to have a smaller dryer than the wash, correct? And that's how it is in London. When I was there in 2012, we would put in a standard American size laundry amount, but then the drying, which was eight pounds to get the dryer to go, um, eight pounds meaning the currency, but we'd have to do one washing was three drying. Was that at all something you had to do with you and your mother? Or was what you put into the washer what you could put into the dryer? Um, in the laundromats, I think they were pretty equal. Okay. Because at the end of the last few years my mother was living, she, my brother was living with her, and they took their laundry to the laundromat. It was the easiest. And it's only a couple quarters, right? At that time. Because... Melissa, remember we would give her quarters to do the laundry? Amazing. I'm glad your mom would like the invention. I'm, I think she'd be happy with the technology. Because now they have smart washers, Grandma. You can like plug it in and they have smart toasters. And it's all on a computer screen. Mm-hmm. And you, we can connect our devices to it if we wanted. But yeah. we will keep trudging through those 10 steps, won't oh. we? Do we have laundry to do today? Oh, I did laundry all day yesterday. You did laundry all day (laughs) yesterday, which is what prompted this episode. We have a couple more minutes, Dan, if you have any more closing remarks, or we can bid our our audience farewell. Do we have anything more about? I will say, like, uh, my new washing machine I had to get, I'm amazed right now that it can actually sense the size of my load. Mm Mm-hmm. So that uh, I don't have to worry about is it a medium or a, a large or a small. And then we're not wasting water. Right. And with as technology advances, we get to celebrate in those advances. One of the things, though, with you having lower vision, we've gotten those those little bump dots that are really cool. That we have your washing machine set to your mm-hmm. laundry preferred setting. And your clothing... You don't really wear a lot of must-be-dry-cleaned or... Mm-mm. You have a pretty standard set of what you like to wear. Right. But it's kind of cool how full circle this has come from being five and hauling in buckets of water. I'm picturing you and Wes. I know this never happened, but I'm just picturing you and Wes getting into shenanigans. Not really. It was, it was serious business. Yeah. You can't. and And in current times... I will put in a load of laundry and I'll go do my day and then you'll call me and be like, oh, Elizabeth, can I just move it to the dryer for you? And I say, yeah, you couldn't, I couldn't wait that long back in the 40s. It was, it seems like a well-oiled time machine. It, it was a, that old poem, you know, Monday wash day, Tuesday this, Tuesday that. It was kind of that way on the farm because also... My mother baked all the bread we had. So she had two days were baking days. Man. And uh, She's a workhorse. Was a workhorse. Yeah. And we're about to our time where you and I like to call it quits. But I do know you and 
auntie have had how many letters where they bring up laundry because it was such a feat. Almost every letter. They either had a huge laundry or they had just done a huge laundry. But it's noteworthy. It's red letter. It's it's. Mm -hmm. That was the main topic of their letters. Where today I'm like, oh yeah, grandma, I need to do laundry. And yeah, I find it an inconvenience to walk 10 steps. Joke, half jokingly, half serious. But could you imagine if your mom had my attitude about laundry? <laughs> but I think I wouldn't have this attitude if it was such a feat. To maybe technology is... Well, we didn't have the clothes you have today. Either. No. Like right now, I think I'm wearing three different fabrics. That would be three different, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe some other podcast we can discuss more about those letters. Right, that would be fun. But until then, make sure you do your laundry. And if you ever complain about laundry, think of how hard they had it back in those days. Just kidding. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.